Today is uh, September 1st, 2023. It's a special day. It is. It's our oldest daughter's birthday today. She's turning 29. We are too young to have a 29-year-old. <laughs> Feels like it. Oh my goodness. All right, we are reading Acts chapter 3 today. And uh, this is a story of uh, a lame man being healed by Peter and a crowd gathers together. And just like in the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, when the crowd gathered together and were curious, Peter just responded, addressed the situation, and then pivoted to the gospel. Yep. Yep. That's how our evangelism should work. Take things in life, transition them, then to the gospel. It begins like this, Acts chapter 3. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a man, lame from birth, was being carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple that is called the Beautiful Gate, to ask alms of those entering the temple. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. And Peter directed his gaze at him, as did John, and said, Look at us. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver or gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up. And immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up, he stood and began to walk and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God and recognized him, and this is important, as the one who sat at the beautiful gate of the temple asking for alms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. I can't read those without thinking about that song. Yes, there is a song. There is a song. You can look it up. And um, we're not going to sing it now. Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he went walking and leaping and praising God. (laughs) And so if you know that song, it's a great song for this chapter. But that's where it comes from. I was just thinking about how common it is that beggars are sitting around in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. We went to Jerusalem a long time ago and we saw beggars all over the place, especially at gates. Yes. And that's still common today, and it was very common back then. And so it's just a common thing in Jerusalem, which is where they are. Mm-hmm. And he was recognized. He was the one. And that's yes. what stirred, like, oh, I know this guy. He was the one at the gate. Yeah. He's the one always. Knew him. Every time we went in, we saw him. But right. he was healed. Okay. Verse 11. While he clung to Peter and John, all the people, utterly astounded ran together to them in the portico called Solomon's. And when Peter saw it, so a crowd gathered, um, when Peter saw it, he addressed the people, men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us as though by our own power or piety we have made him walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. But you denied the Holy and Righteous One and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. And you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses. There's the accusations again. There's the resurrection again. And the fact of being witnesses. You see witnesses witnesses in Acts. That's the whole key. They are witnesses, what they had seen and heard. Okay, verse 16. This is Peter's sermon continuing. 
and his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know, and the faith that is through Jesus has given the man this perfect health in the presence of you all. And now... Yeah, that's my part. Okay, go ahead. And now, verse But just, boy, I just think about just how hard this would have been that you denied the holy and righteous one. Like, these these are the ones who are standing in the crowd saying, crucify him, crucify him. And just must have been pierced to the heart. But that's what he did in chapter 2. Yep. He, accused, he accused them and showed them that they, the Jews, crucified Jesus, but God raised him. Yep. And here's what he says they should do. And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. But what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets, that as Christ would suffer, he thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. Moses said, The Lord God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. You shall listen to him in whatever he tells you. And it shall be that every soul who does not listen to that prophet shall be destroyed from the people. And all the prophets who have spoken from Samuel and those who came after him also proclaim these days. You are sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your fathers, saying to Abraham, And in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God, having raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness. He included a lot of Old Testament prophecies there, too. Yeah, from uh, Deuteronomy 18, about this uh, prophecy, the Lord will raise up a prophet like you. It's interesting, Moses said, you listen to that prophet when he comes. And they didn't. They killed him instead. Mm. And then from um, Genesis 12, in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Promises to Abraham. Yep, that's the gospel. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.